Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Welcome, 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 welcome to Sofa Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green. It's wonderful having you with me this morning. It's wonderful having you with me this morning. Grand Rising, wherever you are, wherever you may be, you know, I want to ask you a question. And I'm talking to the women today. Can I do that? Can I talk to the women today? And if, you know, men, I know you guys are listening, but I'm talking to the women today. I want to ask you something. How did you go to sleep last night? You know, when I say how, what was on your mind? You know, what was you thinking? Did you went to sleep in peace? Did you worry? Were you worrying about something? Were you overly concerned about something? I want to know. Dr. Dev is concerned about you this morning. You know, a lot of times what we do, we carry these burdens deep down inside our being. And sometimes what we do is so busy living life, we're so busy moving and shaking and doing and this and that, 
living for other people, trying to satisfy wants and desires and needs all at the same time. But, you know, the most difficult thing about this is we become these burden carriers. We pick up burdens from our children. We pick up burdens from our workplace. We pick up burdens from our past. We pick up burdens from our friends, our families. You know, we just pick up burdens. And, you know, the first thing that we, if you ever had a child, you carry the burden, believe it or not, because you carry the soul. That soul came from, from so many different areas. And I say it came from because they came from generations on top of generations before you. So that's what I mean by you carrying a burden. So I want to talk candidly about that today. I want us to really, you know, look at our lives and examine, you know, are we burden carriers? Do we really know that the burden may be too much? Or should the bow break and the cradle fall before you realize? Hmm? That's what I'm talking about today, carrying burdens. Well, you say, well, Dr. Green, what is that exactly? Well, we can apply that in many, many different ways. One is, let's just talk about the mental capacity of carrying a burden. The mental capacity of carrying a burden is when you become so stressed, all you're doing, you're just sitting there, you went from concern to worry, now you're obsessing, and now you're ruminating. So I'm a, let me break that down, okay? I want you to understand the definitions of each one of those. And I'm talking about mentally, just mentally carrying a burden, okay? Concern. Oh, I'm concerned about that thing, okay? So when I'm concerned about it, it depends on how often it comes to visit me. How long does it stay? Because if it comes to visit me very often, that means it's going to stay with me mentally. Oh, yeah. So then you're going to go to worrying. Worrying is a process of the mental ability, also has emotional uh, overtures, which means that you're not just going to think about it, you're going to feel about it. So if you stay there for a length of time, you go from worrying to obsessing. Now we're getting in, we're treading into deep waters, y'all. We're treading into deep waters. So now we ain't just thinking about it just a little bit. Now it's starting to stick in our subconscious minds. And that thing just starts to start a cycle of thoughts. Even if you're doing something, you could be on your job, you could be in church, you could be anywhere, but guess what? Here it comes. Here it comes, and that's when it starts to migrate into the cycle called rumination. Now, rumination is a cycle of thought that doesn't cease. No matter what you do, you can't get it off of your mind. Consciously, okay, guess what? It's not really there. It's there subconsciously, So, which means it's an automatic process, and we call that automatic negative thinking, it for short, okay? 
So it continues to roll around in your head, roll around in your head, giving you these emotional feelings every time it does. And it gets closer and closer together. And, you, and, and you know, it's the thoughts of race. It's like a racing thought. And then that racing thought then starts you to feeling some kind of way. I hope you're following me with this. It starts to make you feel some type of way. And then when you start feeling that sadness or anger or guilt or whatever worrying thought or obsessing thought is bringing you, you're going to start feeling those feelings. Okay, guess what you're doing? If you don't know, you're carrying a burden. You are the burden carrier. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, and I'm so sorry to tell you that's not an option for you today because you've been doing this too long. You've been carrying those burdens even in childhood, in young adulthood, and at some given point you got to realize that you are not the burden carrier. Oh, yes, Dr. Green is about to take a little shots today, okay? But trust me, this is healthy for you because you've been doing it too long, and now you've got yourself all stressed out, all overwhelmed, Anxiety is your friend. Sleepless nights, okay, overeating or not eating at all. So if you're in those areas with those burden carriers, those are the symptoms or red flags to let you know, let it go, okay? Ain't nothing you can do about it. Ain't nothing you can change about it. Let it go. If you believe in God, put it at his feet. Okay, put it at his feet. Say it in prayer and release it. You know, the biggest thing that women do, and because we are emotional beings, but I just want to let you know, men are more emotional than women, but we are emotional beings because of our children and our womb, W-O-M-E-S. Yeah. It's an answer on that because it, it, it could be more than one womb because they can carry more than one baby. Hello. So what I'm saying is we carry our stressors deep down inside of ourselves, deep down inside, and it becomes an issue. It becomes a problem. You see what I'm saying? Because we have not finalized, we have not settled. We, we worry about past things. We worry about things we can't control. We worry about children. We worry about husbands and wives. We just worry. It's a natural thing for women to worry. But where has it gotten you? Where has it gotten you? Has it benefited you in any way? Does it put any, you know, food in your mouth, any money to pay your bills? I mean, I'm just asking. So what is the purpose of worry? There is no purpose of worry. There is no purpose of worry. So at some given point, we have to realize what we're doing, okay? We have to realize that we are hurting ourselves. Self-defeat, self-sabotage leads to self-destruction. So if we need to take time and ask ourselves, why am I overly concerned about that? You know, 
What, why am I holding on to it? Why do I want to blame myself for everything that goes wrong in my family? Why do I want to blame myself if my husband is not totally satisfied in this relationship? Why would I blame myself if my children are not happy? Why would I blame myself? Why should I be the one that carries all the guilt and no one else carries nothing? Everybody else seems to be going on with their life. I'm the only one that's sitting here worrying and contemplating about why they seem to be so happy and I seem to be so miserable. Hmm. Well, at some given point, when should that start? When are you going to start examining your life? That's what I'm saying. See, mental worry is just like that, right? We go through these things over and over and over and over and over again, and we actually build what is called a habit. Don't you know worrying will lead you into a habit of worry? When you go into a habit of worry, you are then actually executing an action of worry. Then the action of worry is going to produce an unhappy feeling. And when you, every time you do it over and over again, you're going to notice okay, that you're going to start feeling some type of way, right? And that thing is called anxiety or depression because that's what worry is. Worrying leads to anxiety or depression. You worry enough, you will start declining. You worry enough, you will begin to feel sick. It will lead you into an area of, again, self-destruction. So why are you the burden carrier in the first place? Who told you you was the burden carrier? Was that a law in your family? Were you a child? When somebody said, no, you got to carry this burden, this is what you're supposed to do? I mean, what, what, what is the, again, if that was something you did when you were younger and you were giving all of these, uh, you know, responsibilities in your family, okay, that was then. Understand, you are the what was, the what is, and what's coming to be. So which means that you are in the what is now, which is the future, okay? Your future is now. That's what I'm saying. Your future is now. So at some given point, you have to stop worrying. It's not going to help you. It's not going to do anything for you but bring you down. Now, let's talk about elimination. Elimination of worry. Now, I'm still dealing with the mental side. I even got to the heart yet because that's a whole different situation and definitely hadn't gotten to the spirit and the soul when it comes to worry, okay? So we're dealing with the mental side of worrying. How do we come out of this habit that we have produced and we have put ourselves in? Because some people can be addicted to unhappiness because that's what worrying is. It's when I become totally addicted 
to everything that's out of my control, and it makes me very unhappy. I get to a point where I don't have no pleasure in life anymore, where things don't matter anymore. I, I, I just get to a point where I'm just suffering. When I wake up, I'm suffering. When I go to sleep, I'm suffering because I have carried everybody's burden. They don't even know I'm carrying their burden. And then they'll come and give me more burdens. And instead of me saying, no, not this time, I just go right ahead and open up again, trying to find more room to put more burdens. Oh, it is, it is one of those things that if people realize that they're doing it, if they truly realize that they're doing it, they wouldn't do it at all. They would never carry a burden. Okay, so I want to give you some tips on mental burden carrying, uh, which is uh, producing all this excessive uh, pressure on you. Okay. So the first thing you got to realize that you're carrying, okay, which is self-awareness. We have to be self-aware that we're carrying a burden because if we're not self-aware that we're carrying it, then we won't know it's there. Now, here's the red flag again. Insomnia, when it's hard for you to fall asleep, to stay asleep, uh, either overeating or not eating at all, muscle tension across your head, the back of your neck, down in your shoulders, in your back area, even the legs will carry muscle tension. Sometimes you have pressure underneath your eyes, around your eyes, okay? Heaviness in the chest. All right? All of those are red flags that you are carrying excessive stress, which is leading to burden carrying. Those are your red flags. Okay? Now, this is how we can eliminate some of that. The way we eliminate it, we eliminate it by, again, self-awareness and saying, okay, I have been doing this to myself. I need to make a change. That's when you become self-aware. Now, if you're doing it and you don't want to make a change, you're going to continue to be the burden carrier. You're going to continue to wear yourself down mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So if you are in the area and ready to make a change, to no longer be the burden carrier, then that's when you're going to start making changes. And I want you to write down the things that you think are bothering you. Write them down. Look at them. Examine them. And you ask yourself a question. Is this really mine or is this somebody else's? Somebody else's, you need to check that off and, say, and put elimination, remove, whatever word you want to use. Buy it. I need to remove that burden. And you got to do this when you write it down and you acknowledge it and you check that off. The brain then does something because 
you are then totally aware that this is a burden that you don't want. And, and, you know, sometimes it's harder for us to just sit there and think about it and do it. That's why I was saying that you need to do it and write it down, write it down so you can then choose what you want to do with it. So you check that off and you say, okay, that's enough. I'm not going to carry that anymore for her, for him, or whoever. I'm not going to be their burden carrier. I'm not going to be codependent, thinking I'm supposed to do this for them or do that for them. No, that's enough. Once you do that and you are totally aware of what it is that you're carrying and doing the process of elimination, all right, I want you to put something back there. Just only an open space. Put a joy, something that gives you pleasure. Say, I'm not going to worry about that, but then I'm going to do this instead. Don't leave open holes in your heart. Don't leave open holes in your mentality because something like fear can come in and cause a problem. We should have a total awareness of what we're doing, when we're doing, how we do it, and also the most important thing, why am I doing it? Burdens don't give answers. You may make excuses and explanations, but those are not answers because they're not truthful. It's just you putting up with it every day because you are the validator. You validate yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do this because I'm a mother, so I'm supposed to take care of my grown son, my grown daughter. What law you wrote that on? That's, what kind of law is that? No, you're not supposed to. You carry them for nine months. How long? How long? How long must you keep carrying them to prove yourself to you? Because you try to prove something to you. But you, what, what, what is it? What's the purpose of that? Codependency will add on excessive burden carrying, just so you know. When you're codependent, when you are codependent, that means you carry everybody on top of yourself. Matter of fact, you don't even carry yourself. You're too busy carrying other people. Let everybody be their own independent person. I don't care if they're four years old. Teach them independence. And you need to let them go so they can grow and expand and learn of their own lives and make their decisions. Teach them. You may not have known that, but this is a good time to start teaching for those young mothers out there. Stop carrying your children's burdens. Teach them how to deal with their burdens and how to let it go. That's what you need to teach them. Don't teach them how to burden carry because that can be very addicting, very addicting. So, again, you got your red flags. Here's your tips. Self-awareness. I am self-aware that I'm carrying this excess of burden because it's weighing me down. I'm constantly worrying about it. Third thing, what are you going to do about it? Ain't no such thing as, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't have any power. I don't know where to start. You know, that's what people say when they don't want to take the responsibility. If it's in your control, you know the serenity prayer, God grant me, okay, God grant me the wisdom to know 
the things that I need to hold on to, the things I need to know, know the things I need to let go of, and the wisdom to know the difference. You know why he, he put that in place? Because he knows that we carry burdens and we don't know how to let things go. We still hold on things from childhood. And that's a burden all in itself. It's called trauma. Trauma is an ongoing burden if we're not careful. Ongoing burden if we don't want to say, okay, I can't do anything about it. I'm going to have to find a way to let it go. It's your process for your progress. It's a part of your healing. Heal thyself. What's wrong with that? Why can't why can't that be done? Who told you you got the long suffer? I beg to differ. I'm so sorry. That's not an option. And you have to tell yourself it's not an option that I keep suffering over and over again. Oh, I have adapted to the suffering. Oh, it has become my best friend. It wakes up my pillow at night. It's already a photographic memory in my mind. Again, you got the red flag. If the red flags are there, it's something you need to do. Okay, so what I gave you, self-awareness and make a decision to do something about it. When that thought pattern hits your mind, you have 45 seconds to let it go. The brain can only operate and focus on one thing at a time. So as soon as that thought pattern hits your mind, you say to yourself, okay, give yourself a mantra. This too shall pass. Oh, here it comes again. Oh, I don't want no part of that. I don't know what you want to say, but you better say something and say it quickly. Because once it starts subconsciously, those worries keep on going, and they keep on what they call reproducing more work. That's the way our brains work. Our brains are just like a Google. Whatever you put in there is going to give you more and more. And y'all been there before? You know what I'm talking about. You can start worrying about one thing, and here goes another hundred things coming to hit you all at one time. You know what? It's just a normal human brain operation. Okay? Hear me. If you don't want to worry, nip it in the bud real fast. Say, no, I ain't worried about that. That ain't mine. Know what's yours and what's not yours. If it's your children, give it back to them. Say, look here, y'all got to worry about y'all stuff. Y'all got to take care of y'all stuff. Okay? You got to have responsibility. To, to let go of your burden. I am your burden carrier no more. I already did it for too long. When shall we make a decision not to suffer? You know, let me tell you something candidly by Dr. Green. I used to be a burden carrier. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. I used to worry all the time. Anytime one of my children say a harsh word, I worry about that. If I don't get phone calls from them, I worry about that. If they get in any financial situation, I worry about that. If they're in a broken relationship uh, with someone else, I worry about that. 
and I found myself being miserable. And then I went on the job. If something went wrong, because guess what? Worry attracts worry. Oh, yes, it does. You walk around with that spirit in your body, here comes another thing to make you worry more. And I said, oh, my goodness. And I found myself not sleeping good at night. I found myself, my digestive system seemed to start changing. You know, I said, now, what, what's going on? And then I realized, I'm hurting myself. I am hurting myself because I think that I, I'm supposed to worry about other people's stuff. And I had to say, Debbie, I remember doing this, y'all. I looked myself in the mirror, tears rolling down my face. I said, Debbie, that's enough. You can't change nobody. They can only change themselves. I don't care if you did carry it in your womb for nine months. They on their own. And when I said that, I mean, I, I'm verbally, y'all, said it time. And I really said it. And something released inside of me. It literally, it's like my whole mind just did a, a whole nother, uh, I don't know, it was right there in the moment. And I felt my heart just like all that heaviness. And I said, thank you, God, that all that heaviness just left because I made a decision to live and not die. Hmm? Because I was dying inside. I was. And, you know, some things will cause stress, and that's normal. But burn carrying, oh, no, baby, that's worse than stress. That's worse than stress because that thing becomes addictive. You can be addicted to burden carrying. You can be addicted to it. And when you got addiction, if anyone ever had an addiction before, it seems like you got to do it, you know, like it has to be done. You're the burden carrier. You have to do it. I stopped. I completely stopped. And I'm going to tell you what happened. My children didn't understand that. They're like, well, you know, why aren't you there for me anymore? Oh, I used to hear all of those comments. Oh, you don't love me? Oh, you're not, you know, I thought you really cared about what was going on in my life. I said, I do care, but you want to dump. You want to emotionally dump on me. And, and expect me to stand. That's what I'm going to talk about next. We got to take a break. I'm going to be talking about emotional dumping and burden carrying. That is a heavy one. Okay? So we'll be right back. about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. 
Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code The Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Welcome to Social Solutions. My name is Dr. Debbie Green, and our topic today is really important for women, especially black women, because I don't know, y'all, I think black women are probably one of the heaviest worries, but I don't know, okay, I'm just saying, because sometimes we really can worry way too much, right? So worrying is actually dealing with what they call burden carrying, okay? Burden carrying is way stronger than stress. Okay, when you stress out, you ain't carrying the burden just yet. No, it's, it ain't deep down inside of you. It's when you know when it's deep down inside of you. As I spoke before, you go from concern, you go from worry, then you're obsessing, now you're ruminating. When you get to rumination, it's deep down inside your spirit, man. It's all in your head. You can't seem to get it out because it's constantly revolving, 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 revolving door, right? Okay, so before I went to break, I wanted to talk about emotional dumping. And I got some Facebook uh, comments. Let me share. Good morning. Good morning, Carla Berry, calling from South Carolina. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Grand Rising Queen, our Tuesday host. Jody Suzanne Calhoun, Grand Rising, Grand Rising. And she also had another comment that is, we are only responsible for ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to talk about emotional dumping. Emotional dumping is where most people do it and not even aware of it that they're doing it. And some people are, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Now, emotional dumping can also come with emotional manipulation and also emotional deception. And I'm still talking about burden carrying, y'all, okay? So when we, okay, let me give an example so you can understand what I'm saying. Okay, so if a person emotionally dumps on you, what they'll do is they'll start talking about their issues like almost in the third person, like, for example, you know, I've been through all of this before, and, oh, it just seems like, you know, looks like nothing is ever going to get better, and, you know, I've been dealing with this, and I've been dealing with that, and, you know, I should have already left it alone, but I didn't. Okay, that type of conversation. And you being the burden pickupper or carrier, oh, what's wrong? What's happening? 
Well, this and there they go. Ooh, right there in the kitchen, right? They start talking about the burden that they've been carrying. They've been carrying the burden. So now, guess what you just did? You just picked it up. All right, you ain't carrying it just yet because you're just listening. So here they go. They come telling you everything that's wrong, everything that went wrong, everything that they're angry about, they're guilty about, or whatever the case may be. Now, the more you listen to it, it's the more concerned you're going to be. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through this. And then you ask that question. What do you, you know, what do you think you need? What do you think? Is there anything I can do to help you? Okay. Right there is when you start to pick it up. Listen, ladies. It's okay to listen. It is okay to be concerned, but not pick it up. Okay? That's not your portion. That's not your responsibility. Someone else's stuff is not yours. Understand that. Understand that you don't have to take on someone else's thing. And it doesn't matter if it's family. The way you support a person in their burden is to listen and assist. It's two things to care. Care about and care for. We care about those who can care for themselves. If they can feed themselves, put on their clothes, take care of themselves, okay, I am going to care about you. You care for someone who can't do those things. Please understand the difference because mothers especially want to care for their children like they're still infants. No, we can't do that. Let them stand independently on their own. It's okay. They have to experience life so that they can understand. We listen and assist. Assistance. Assistance means that I am going to help you. I am going to support you. No, I can't be you and you can't be me. If I be you, that means that I am going to take on everything that you have in your emotional being and your mental capacity in your spirit, and then I'm going to make it my own. And then, you know, and the thing about this is it's an automatic thing for women to do. That's why sometimes we get upset. You know when you get that rise, okay? I call it a rise in your spirit, right? When, when you hear something and then it upsets you, you know what happens? It pierces your spirit. Yes, it did. It pierced your spirit. But it's okay because guess what? You can come out of that real quickly. If you if you are self-aware, you, the, you know, sometimes it takes a day. I always tell people to do a three-day rule, okay? The three-day rule, which I'm going to give in 72 hours. After that, that ain't mine no more. I'm, I'm done with that. 72 hours is the max. And I'm just saying because otherwise we get comfortable, again, carrying the burden. And when we get comfortable in it, we don't let it go. Okay, then we store it. Let me tell you where we store it at. Guess where it's stored? In the heart. Emotional dumping is stored in the heart. 
You then take it from the mind, and then it travels. Now it becomes a heart issue. Oh, yes, because the heart has emotional intelligence. Okay, I have some comments. Here we go. From Jody, people want to ask permission before they vent. Okay, they should, but they don't always do that, do they? <laughs> Look at it, she says, best to put on a veil of protection when they dump our vent. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Carolyn Haran, our Facebook watcher, says, listen and assist. And she also made another comment. I've learned how to allow my grown children to stand independently. Now I am seeing the blessing of those decisions. Absolutely, Karen. That is so very true. Jody Susan says, I've been using the 10-minute rule since 1989. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. It's very, very important to use the rule. I usually, I usually do this, right? What I tell, I say 45 seconds. 45 seconds, the brain can only focus on one thing at a time. We got a small window to exit. Now, after that 45 seconds, you got to intentionally move that thing, intentionally, because there is a small loop between each thought process, a small loop. Resist it and it'll flee. Oh, we know that word, right? So a lot of times what happens is fear is one of those things, false evidence appearing real. That's what fear is, which is a lie. It makes us think that's what it wants to do. It wants to control your thinking. It wants to control your feeling. It makes you think you've got to hold on to that thing, right? And when you start holding on to it, here it goes. It goes from the mind down into the heart corridors. The heart has a it has these areas in it, right? Now, uh, not, yeah, it has four chambers where the blood flows in and out, in and out, right? But I'm not talking about the physical capacities. I'm talking about the spiritual capacities of the heart. The heart has doors. It's like the mind has doors. It's like the spirit has doors, okay? And things seep in, right? So when that worry becomes the burden, is no longer carried in the mind. It goes directly to the heart. And the heart is going to try to communicate with the brain and tell the brain, hey, up there, you've got all of this other stuff already stored, and you mean to tell me you're going to put more stuff there? And so it sends up, the heart sends the energy up to the mind and starts to shake the mind, right? And saying, hey, make a decision. Here comes the racing thoughts. Here comes the overthinking. Because can you to let go of the burdens. Which one are you going to pick to let go of today? Because I'm tired. The heart is tired of carrying the burden, which is the issues of life. Okay. All right. So if we have self-awareness, all right, if we have self-awareness, we can say, okay, all right, all right, 
Let me get strong enough. God, grant me the strength to let this go because I've been holding on to this too long. And it's seeping down into my physical capacities. My blood pressure is not balanced. It's not, I got high blood pressure. I got backaches. I got migraines. I got a heart condition. The list goes on. Who told you you were the burden carrier? I want you to ask yourself that question, right? Okay. Again, with the red flags, since Joseph just got on, red flags, insomnia, muscle tension throughout the body, digestive issues, IBS, irritable, bowel syndrome, burn carrying. Ask any doctor, and they'll tell you it came from stress. Yes, it did, right? A lot of the chronic illnesses come from stress that turns into burden carrying. Okay? All right? So how do we repair? Okay, enough about the bad stuff, right? How do we repair? You got to do three things. Take your notes, okay? You got to restore, you got to reveal, and you got to heal. Restore. I need to restore my being. How do I restore myself? How do I restore? That means to replenish what was lost. Replenish what was stolen years ago through trauma. Replenish. Replenish. So who got to do the reparenting? And mama or daddy, did some of that burden carrying on you? If they impacted you with the burden and you've been carrying it since you were a child all the way up to now, you got to reparent yourself, okay? That means the little you has to be reparented by the big you now, okay? Because you were adult. When you were a child, you thought as a child. But when you become a woman, you put away childish things. Put away. Put away. You let go of those things, right? You let go of them. It first becomes with a decision of letting go. There is an action with letting go. Ask yourself, why am I still carrying mama's stuff? Why am I still carrying daddy's stuff? Why am I still carrying? What good has it done to me? Okay, now, the trauma. All right? Trauma is a burden. Yes, it is. Trauma is a burden. Most people have been carrying it all their lives. If they ever was abused when they were children, in some type of way, violated in some type of way, it's in there. And guess where it's at? It's in your heart. Huh? It's in your spirit, man. Store. Replenish, reveal. Okay, here's the revelation. I want to reveal it today. I don't want to hold on to it. So let me be transparent, right? And this is what we have to tell ourselves. I have to be transparent with me. Yeah, you know, we don't want to talk about the old stuff, you know, because in the black communities, therapy is a taboo. 
Oh, let me pray about it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That'll work right there. Yes, it will. But some things need therapy too, y'all. Because the chemicals in the brain was affected by the burden. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? The chemicals of the brain, the serotonin, the dopamine, the endorphins that would normally be released to have a person feel some type of way have been imbalanced because of depression. And they go around every day. They go to work. They take care of their children. They take care of their families. And they're like this. Burned down. Thinking nobody else sees. Nobody else cares. Burned down. Till one day, crashing. You know, I see this where I work at every day. And that's the reason why I picked this topic. Because I see the burden that women carry. I literally hear it with my ears. I feel it in my spirit, the burden. And I always ask them, before we get into any therapeutic process, I ask them, okay, where is the burden? And they're like, what do you mean? I said, you've been carrying this for a long time. Where is it? Let's identify. Give me pen and paper. Write down how much you've been carrying over your term of your life. Go back in your personal life book because we all got one, y'all. We got a personal life book, and we can look in between them folds, in between them folds of life. Is there a residue of a burden, or is it still pronounced? That's where the revelation comes from because we got to reveal it, right? We want to look for it. Come on. Yes, you need to look for it. Don't be afraid to look for it. Will you experience pain while you're looking? There's a good chance you will. That's how you know it's there. If you still feel a pain about it, hello, reveal it. Be transparent today. Huh? You deserve a better life than walking around carrying burdens. You deserve to be free. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to reparent yourself. Again, if you didn't get it when you were a child, give it to you. Give it to you. Now, I say. Don't look for your husbands to do it. Don't look for your children to do it. Don't look for your nobody can remove your burdens. Hey, you know what the good book says, the Bible? The book of Matthew says, come all you heavy burdens. Woo! He said, come all you heavy burdens. Because my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know why? You know why Christ told you that? It's because he knows that that's what we pick up. We pick up burdens that don't even belong to us. Unnecessarily. Oh, and you know, this is the thing. We'll walk away with that thing, and then we'll realize, here it comes. You start thinking about it. Uh Uh-uh, you better go ahead and let it go. Don't sit there and think too long, because you'll think wrong. 
Your being is not designed to carry nothing but a child. Okay? And even that comes with burdens. <laughs> even that comes with burdens, huh? You have to bear the cross <laughs> to get it here. Oh, yes, God. What? It wasn't easy, was it? When the channels of your your pelvic areas had to open up to let that being come through, huh? I'm going to need you to do that with your heart. I'm going to need you to do that with your mind. I'm going to need you to open up and let it go today. You have no right to keep carrying it. It's not benefiting you. It's only going to wear you out. Stop pretending today. Take the poker face off. If you're going to cry, just go ahead and cry. If you're going to weep, go ahead and weep. If you're going to scream, go ahead and scream. As long as the burden is relieved, that's all that matters. Because you did that when you were brave. You were those who, who brought a child in the world. Did you not cry? Huh? Did you not weep? Did you not scream out? It's the same process of delivering out of your heart. Deliver it, I say, out of your heart heart today. That's enough. You know, those are internal burdens that we carry. Now let's talk about the external burdens that we carry. Oh, you said, well, Dr. Gray, is this something I'm carrying on the outside too? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, you are. If you've been carrying it on the inside, that means you build up a habit carrying on the outside too. Hmm. For those women who love to be in control, oh, y'all know who I'm talking about. Hmm? Y'all love to be in control. But before I get into my rant, let me give you some comments for our blog talk listeners and our Facebook watchers. All right. Let's see what Carolyn has to say. Women carry so many birds, but it's time to get free. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Let's see. Our Friday's host, Miss Viana Robinson. Thank you, Queen. Grand Rising Queen, thank us. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Carolyn says, be transparent, and once you release it, you'll feel so much better. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Okay, our executive director, Miss Naima Latif, said, yes, we make people feel like if they seek therapy, they aren't spiritual enough. We tell people just pray about it. The most traumatized people I know are religious people. Don't they know God works through therapists? Absolutely. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Carolyn says, I had to learn how to shake it off in the spirit after having conversations with certain people. Absolutely. It's very important. We got one more. Uh, let's see here. All right. Our Monday's host, Zelda Robinson. Awareness is the first step. Breathing techniques definitely help. Teach Dr. Debbie. Absolutely. We got some wonderful advice from our Tuesday's host, Jody Susankahu. All right. Ashawanda Basil, astrologist. Oh, that's a big word, girlfriend. Astragalus root, lavender, all help with stress and agility. Mushrooms too. Okay, we got. We, thank you so much for giving us those 
those wonderful comments because people need to know how to heal themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. External. I'm going to talk about this for three minutes, then we're going to go for a break, and I'm going to finish up, okay? All right, external stressors, burden carrying. For those who are still working on your jobs, be carrier, be carrier, be carrier. I meant to say that, but be very careful. Be very careful of picking up burdens on your job, okay? It can happen very quickly. Okay, for example... You got Miss Sue. I'm just going to give her a name. Oh, she'll never complete her assignments on time, and she'll come say, girl, I had so much going on last week. I done forgot about this and that. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do because when the supervisor come in, you know, they're going to expect me to have everything in place. And here you go, which you have done many times. Oh, I help you. What's your, what's your assignment is? What's your assignment is? I'll help you. You know what I'm talking about, people. All right? Okay. I'm so sorry that's not an option for you. Don't keep doing it because they're going to keep coming with their emotional dumping. That's what that's called, emotional dumping and emotional manipulation and emotional deception. They do it. They do it because they know you got a pattern of rescue. Because that's what women do. We want to rescue everybody. Huh? We want to rescue everybody. Okay, what law that is? You know, did you, was that a law you did? Did you put that law in place? I'm going to need you to remove that law. Okay? Otherwise, you're going to always be rescuing people. You are not the rescuer. No, self-rescue. Now, that is important. Self-rescue, I'm going to rescue me from this external damage that's causing me to burden carry. I'm going to rescue me from this eternal burden carrying that I've been holding on since I've been four years old. I'm going to rescue me today. How about that? How about that? Let me rescue me. How about that? Self-rescue is the best thing you could ever give yourself. Replenish. Reveal. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the three hours, baby. There's nothing wrong with it. If you got to do it daily, do it daily. That's what needs to happen. Because a lot of times we got so much emotional baggage. Huh? We got a whole bunch of emotional baggage because of the burden carrying deep down in our heart corridors. Clean it out today, please. I'm going to keep asking you till you do it. Hmm? Clean it out today. All right. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about the emotional trauma of the heart and carrying the burden and how it seeps down into the spirit man. Oh, I did a study on this, y'all. Trust. It happened. So we'll be right back. Don't leave. And stay. And for those who are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to my, my channel, Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. You're going to be getting more of this. I got a great program that I'm working on. It's called Rise, Reaching Inward for Spiritual Empowerment. 
for women today. I've been working on this thing for months, and now it's almost ready. Website is just about finished. Got one more, one more piece to it, and I'm going to be ready to launch. And I'm coming to your town through Facebook. I'm coming to your town, okay? Coming to your state through virtual, and sometimes you may even see me pop up because I'm going to do pop-ups, okay? I'm just excited about it, and I'm going to tell you a little more about it. But first, we're going to take a break. Be right back. Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door. Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products. And they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced. And we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today. All right, all right, all right. Let me get back to what I'm talking about today. All right, wonderful, wonderful. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's at the top of the hour. It's 9.03 in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Dr. Debbie Green with Hope for Solutions. Okay, so before I went to break, I wanted to actually talk about emotional trauma when it comes to the issues of the heart and how those emotional traumas then seep into the spirit man and the soul. Okay. And you say, we tripod beings, y'all. We were only born with three things, okay? A spirit, a body, and a soul. That's it. And when you leave here, you're only going to leave here just what? Okay? Soul. Soul exit. You're not taking the body with you. So what's holding on all these burdens? Let's just get that out of the way, okay? What's holding on to all of the burdens? All of the burdens are encased in the physical capacities, right? Physical body, dealing with the subconscious mind, the conscious mind, also in the heart sector because the heart has emotional intelligence. It can determine whether you love or don't love, hate or love, okay? It can even determine fairness. It can determine a situation or issue. If you're listening with your heart, your heart will communicate with you. And not only that, it will also send these love hormones to your brain to keep your brain balanced. However, there's a catch-22 with this, all right? If those areas of your heart are not settled, are not finalized, and they become emotional traumas, it's also going to send those things to your brain as well, Okay. But not only will it send it to your brain, it will send it into your spirit, man. 
okay? So that's when we start feeling unrest. We start feeling the pressures, right? And those pressures then start to transform into other things. Don't you know a burden in the heart can change your actions? It can change the way you look at yourself. It can change how your imagery is, even your face. It can give you more wrinkles. (laughs) It can make your body age. Yes, it can. It can cause so much. It can interrupt you on your job. It can interrupt you in your relationships because you're burden carrying. Now you become the burden itself. If it's a burden of guilt, you become guilt. If it's a burden of anger, you become anger. If it's a burden of shame, you become shame. And the list goes on because there's a burden for every single thing. And you say, well, is burden bad all the time? The word burden means to carry a heavy load. Okay? We are supposed to carry our burdens and sit them at God's feet. But what we do, we take that burden and we put it on our back and we start toting it. That's when it becomes the real burden. Now it's going to seep down in the spirit person. And you say, okay, Dr. Green, what happens after that? What happens? How would I know that it's deep-seated? It's called mulling, M-U-L-L-I-N-G. Mulling is when you have deep-seated thought patterns about whatever it is. Deep-seated. You start dwelling in it. You wake up with it. You go to sleep with it. You carry it throughout your day. It's in your spirit name, then. You know how some words can go and come, go and come? Okay, then deep down inside yet. Still have the thought pattern, but it's not deep down inside yet. But when you become dwelling in it and when you start bowing, it's in there. How do we repair? Hmm? We use the three hours, y'all, the three hours, the three hours. Okay. The three hours. Restore, reveal, okay, repair. Heal, 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 heal. Why is it so hard for women to heal? Why is it so hard for them to make a decision to let things go? Well, The heart finds it very familiar. You know why? Because it's been in there so long. It it came, it's like a resting place now. It's an indention. Now it's an issue that actually produced something. Now, just like your womb, something can grow in your womb, guess what? It can also grow in your heart. Be careful what you're feeding in your mind, because your heart is going to start nibbling at it. And if it's something that is breaking you down, and something that's distracting you in life, it's something that's causing you to deteriorate, 
I'm so sorry that's not an option. And you will hear me say that more than one time. It is not an option because enough is enough. We're in this bro we're in these broken relationships thinking that it's going to get better. We're in these broken dysfunctional families taking on the responsibility like it's our fault. So when the bra breaks, the baby gonna fall. Down comes baby, cradle and all. Hmm? So if your brow is broken, fall in. Okay? Do you know? Are you aware? Do you know that you that you are deteriorating? You know, the worst thing, one of my patients told me years ago, and they were 83 years old. They said, dying doesn't bother me. Walking around dying inside and living and existing and surviving. Now that's the worst thing to do is not understand that you are deteriorating, not be aware of your own being because you're so comfortable with your pain. You have become adapted to it with your pain. So when is it, when, 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 when? You already know the why. You already know the where. So when will it come a time for you to say, I'm not carrying no one's burdens, not even my own anymore. Freedom is free, y'all. But it's unfortunate that people don't take it as such. Peace is free. You know, the thing about that, we got to work for peace. I got to work for peace. I cannot allow anything to steal my peace. Now, that is true. When you allow something to steal your peace, then you can only blame yourself. You can't blame anybody else if some, something is taken away from you that was yours. At some given point, you have to realize. Realize. Open up your heart. Open up your mind. Examine your heart. Examine your mind. Find out if you are toting, carrying, dwelling, Molly on something you don't need to do, to feel, to act. Don't be a human doing. Be a human being again. God created you to be, to be. What does that mean? What does that mean, to be? That means that I cannot pretend anymore that everything is okay because that's all I'm going to be doing is doing it. I cannot pretend that I don't deserve love. I cannot pretend that I'm not going to have a good life. Why are you adapting to dysfunction? Why are you adapting to pain? What excuse is it now? What explanation do you have? You've probably been telling those same things years and years, haven't you? Oh, it's going to be all right. I just deal with it. I just put it to the back of my mind. No, the back of the mind is full, y'all, because it, doesn't do, it has drained into the heart cavity. The heart cavity does not have any more room because it has drained into your spirit, man. 
The spirit man can't carry it anymore because it's drained into your body. Now you are deteriorated. Are you aware? Are you consciously aware that you're falling apart? Are you consciously aware? If you're not, why aren't you? Why aren't you feeling today? Have you become emotionally numb? Emotional numbness is how we deal with our pain. Oh, I don't want to feel it anymore. I'm just going to ignore it. It'll go away. No, it ain't going nowhere. It's just going to gain strength. That's all it's going to do. It's going to gain more strength on top of more strength on top of more strength. Now you're going to be a walking, breathing timeline. I said timeline. Yes, I did. Because something is truly going to happen one day when you least expect it. Strong wind of life, some hurricane, some some tornado, something you can't bear, not one more. Mountain on the mole hill. Now you're going to crash and burn. And you say, well, wait a minute, Dr. B, why are you wishing that on me, no ma'am? I'm not wishing that on you. I need you to be upfront and personal with your life and take full responsibility to do something. Oh, what should you do? Okay, if you, if you have all of these issues, I need you to find someone professional to talk to. Find a friend, someone. If you don't want to go to a therapist, then that means you're going to do the hard work by yourself. Unless you have someone that is psychologically, because there is some psychological stirs somewhere. I don't, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We want you spiritually free, but I also want you mentally stable. There's two different things. You got deliverance, but you also got mental stability. Those are two things. You can be mentally unstable, continue to keep praying, but that's why the, the you know, the thought patterns are not going anywhere because there's an imbalance. Our goal, and I say our goal, I'm talking about women, okay? Our goal is to live our best life. What does that mean to live your best life? Stop making excuses. Stop explaining all the time. Stop asking for permission just to do a thing and do it without looking for an influence. Oh, I ain't sure about this. I ain't sure about that. They may not love me. They may not be there for me if I do this, if I do that. Why are you questioning your own being all the time? Why can't you just say, I'm just going to do it? I'm just going to let it go. I can't be overly concerned about how they're going to feel about me this time. I got to let it go because all my life I've been living for other people, making them happy. I don't even know who I am anymore. <clears throat> my mouth dry from saying that. <laughs> 
I just, I'm so passionate with that because I see so many painful, hurting women. I see it every day. And when I do group therapy, because that's what I do, when I do individual therapy, again, I ask them, where is the burden? Situational depression comes from burden carrying. Situational depression comes from burden carrying. Excessive anxiety comes from burden carrying. Nervousness comes from burden carrying. Panic attacks come from burden carrying. Migraines, fibromyalgia, ask the doctors. They don't even know where it comes from. They call it a trash can disease. Okay, I'm not a doctor, but I bet some money it comes from burden carrying. Some given point, we have to, again, self-rescue. No more excuses. Just be. It's all right. It's all right just to be. Why should we let our external cause an internal conflict in us? And let me address this. Girlfriends, all right, we all got them. I'm minimizing girlfriends, okay? And it's not that I love women, but some women, hmm, well, you know what I'm talking about. Some women, they're just a little challenged. I'm not going to say nothing bad about women because I don't bag my women, Okay. If you got an issue, that's your issue, all right? That's probably coming from burden carrying, too, because some of them, you know, they're full of drama, right? They're full of drama because of burden carrying. They're angry because of burden carrying. So that's their defense mechanism. It's called an ego defense mechanism. Oh, I'm just, I don't know how to live. I'm so confused. I'm just angry with everybody. Everybody get on my nerves. I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Okay, you hear some people say that? That means they are not consciously aware that they are the issue. Oh, sometimes we get that way, right? We just don't want to be bothered by people. I get it. But we don't live that way because people are a part of our lives. So we don't want to live like that. Let's examine those things. Let's be aware of what we do socially with other women as well. Again, be careful of carrying their burdens because sometimes that's what they'll do. They will give those burdens to you. They'll leave you angry. They'll leave you bitter. You're like, oh, my God. I wasn't feeling this when I was talking to her. But after talking to her, what's going on with that? Nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. That looks like a manipulation to me. I'm not going to be, no, that's not going to happen today. Not today. And you better tell yourself that quickly. And if you want to give her any advice, if she's listening to you, you let her know. Baby, stop carrying the burden. Huh? 
Stop carrying your burdens. What you worried about today? Why are you worried like that? You know, that's not going to do you any good. Is that is it the man? You know, let him go. What is it? If if he if you're not happy with him, you got to let it go. You may need somebody else in your life that's benefiting you. Or is he listening to you? Because if he's not listening, he's ignoring you, okay? Or manipulating you or deceiving you. It's so much that we can carry in our being, y'all. It's so much. Because we were created to do so. We're, we're, we we become way more burden-carrying than men. You know, men, men don't carry no burden. No, they, they going about their business. You know, we, we're sitting there, oh, woe is me. What's wrong with him? Why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? Men's like, I don't know. <laughs> they going on about their business. Very seldom you see a man that carries a burden. Even if he's raising his children, he'll say, hey, you better do something with that. Hey, young man, and hey, you know, young lady, they address them. No, we want to do. We just want to hold on to them. Oh, I'm so sorry you in pain. No, you need to do something with that pain. You need. That's what you need to tell them. Okay, how long have you been in pain? How long have you been? You know, ask them the question so they can analyze. Ask them to learn how to analyze their pain so they're not comfortable in it. So that's our goal. Our goal is to listen and assist. We have some more comments off our Facebook page. Kellen Heron says, stop making excuses, stand up for your own decisions. Stop worrying about other people's opinions of your life. Thank you, Ms. Carolyn. Joyce Susan Calhoun says, when I speak to this one person, I used to break out and hide. Oh, yes, that was a hit, and you know it. <laughs> she also says, when I used to speak to this woman, the stress was so great, I used to break out and hide. Okay, got it, got it. Kelly Heron says, I refuse to allow people to overwhelm me with their burdens, especially when they're not willing to change or make the better decisions. Oh, absolutely. That's very important. One of our Facebook watchers, Mr. Brian Dicker, says, what makes a good relationship in marriage is the ability to meet one another's needs. But when you have someone that's looking out for their own assistant, narcissist, selfish needs, it's not going to work. Absolutely, sir. I totally agree. Says, yes, yeah, some people are stuck on hurts and past hurts. Absolutely, sir. That is very, very important. The word stuck is just that means they didn't make a decision yet. They're stuck because they have not made the decision because they may not even understand how to even arrive to being stuck, which is my next topic. 
How do we deal with burden of the soul? The most important topic anyone should ever ask themselves. Again, let me just uh, go through this for those who just joined us. We're dealing with mental burdens turning into emotional burdens of the heart, leaving the, the heart and going into the spirit, which is embellish in the soul. When you, when you become emotionally burdened down and it transfers to the soul area, body is getting ready to manifest the illness. The soul is trying to figure it out for you. Because the mind couldn't do it. The heart was all flowed by it. And the body's just manifesting physical, okay, manifestations, such as sickness. Now, here comes the change, dreams. Dreams are, are a manifestation of what we've been holding in our being. It is the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual part that then replicates what you're feeling inside. A lot of people have nightmares, you know, and some people even have daymares. And you say, wait a minute, what's a daymare? It's when you have a vision and your eyes are wide open, and it's a daymare. That's what it's called. It's like you think of the worst of the worst of the worst thing. You go from past to present. Now you're all the way in the future when your mind starts to think the worst things are going to happen to me. Then you start living the worst things. It changes your thought processes. Because remember, it's deep-seated in your soul. So you transform into something else. Now, mind you, I would hope you have realized and have some self-awareness before any of this stuff happens that I'm about to say. Negative energies will find its place and rest inside of you. You will become very downtrodden. Some people react in different ways when they get to this type of situation. Some of them become very bitter with people and life and themselves. Uh, there's true memory loss. I'm talking about short-term memory. You can't function. You find yourself being extremely uh, disorganized. It's hard for you to work. Uh, you can't focus, concentrate. Um, you are developing a mental illness. That's what's happening. If it lasts, okay, according to uh, the Psychological Association, which I am a part of, two weeks are better, two weeks of consistent, consistent feelings of overwhelmness, crying, excessive, you can't concentrate, you can't focus, 
stop eating most of the time. Uh, no, you get sleep deprived. Uh, you don't. You're not even feeling anymore. I think Mr. Vicker says uh, he just made a comment, and that's so true, sir. Uh, let me put that on the screen. Yeah, when someone that you love walks out on you, that can make a person numb. Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely, you become very numb. Numb. So you don't even know you're in fight, flight, or freeze mode because you can't feel anything anymore. You're in trouble. You're in danger. I would hope the resilience inside of you will acknowledge some kind of someone's around you and say, hey, you need to go get some help and quick. If that doesn't happen, then psychosis will set in. Psychosis is many different symptoms, but one of the symptoms are that's the most life-threatening. It's called self-destruction, which is suicide ideation. You find yourself just dwindling into this rabbit hole, and you will lose massive amounts of power, just like a big balloon with a small pin prick in it, you start losing, losing, losing. And God forbid you to be there when nobody's around. This is when uh, people did make what they call irresponsible decisions on their life. And it's called suicide. You know, when I started off talking about this, I wanted people to know that burden carrying is the worst thing in the world. Some people also are silent burden carriers, silent burden carriers, which means they don't complain, they don't tell anyone, they're not transparent. They just carry the burden. They carry the burden so long till one day they may leave a leaf Leave a letter, they may leave some kind of explanation of why they choose to no longer carry the burden. And they may think, well, the only way I'm going to let this burden go is to leave this earth. If I'm speaking to anyone that has that today, please understand something. You don't have to die that you can live again. You just have to let the burden go. You don't have to carry it any longer. You don't have to put yourself in the position of taking the responsibility to unforgiveness, to resentment, to fear, to not feeling good enough to being taken advantage of. Live again, baby. Live and not die. Stop dying right now. I'm reaching out to you. Stop dying. It's no longer an option. Live. Breathe. I need you to breathe. I need you to breathe. 
And I'm not talking about a shallow breath. I want you to breathe like you never breathed before. You deserve your breath. You deserve it. You deserve love. You may have not gotten it before. Someone might have ripped it from your hand or your heart. But hear me today. Turn around. Look at yourself. Grab you by the hand. Hold on to the the creator that created you. And if you don't know what that is, that's that force that's inside of you that will not die. That's the voice that you've heard many, many times. It's going to be all right. Let it go. I have not paid attention to it. You might have heard it and it made a went and flew just as it came. But hear me today. You deserve to be loved. But first, you got to love yourself. To know thyself is to know the creator. To know thyself is to know God. You lost yourself along the way of life. Okay. Oh, they beat you down. All right. Oh, they violated you. They took you. They took you. Do not allow them to take not one more ounce away from you. Not one more minute. You deserve so much more, people. You deserve so much more. Excited about you today. So if anything I said, anything that I didn't say, Anything that just turned a light on in your mind, in your heart, please let it rest in you. Because you are victorious. You survived it. Look at you. Yeah, you got the battle scars to prove it in your heart, in your mind, but you survived it. Keep surviving, baby. Survival mode to live. I'm going to need your help now, okay? I'm going to need you to breathe. Get used to your breath. Breathe. Breathe. I'm resuscitating you today. Breathe. When you learn how to breathe, when you get comfortable with that breath, you will never let nothing take it away from you. You just ain't been breathing, that's all. You've been existing, but you wasn't breathing. I got to take another break. Oh, I, I tell you, I got to take one more break. And I'm going to come back and give you some tips and some strategies on soul healing, okay? Now, we have a Friday, so she probably knows soul healing. What, who? Deanna Robinson. <laughs> I will give you a little more on the middle side as well. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Stick and stay. Thank you.
We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Social Solutions. We're at the top of our hour, and my name is Dr. Debbie Green. Oh, wow, it was so much that was spoken in this whole hour and 20 minutes. I'm just um, truly blessed to... Uh, offer um, the advice, but most of all, just just offer a sense of just, hey, love, okay? Love, life, and restoration is so important. We have so many hurting people in the world today that don't even know they're injured, y'all. They're walking around. They're walking around injured, broken, and their brokenness is turning into violence which is my next topic. Understand that soul healing, soul healing is going to prevent some violence. When people are not healed soulfully, all kinds of other things enter into their being, and that anger turns into rage. That rage turns into criminality, homicide, murder-side, what I call it, when murder meets suicide. Domestic violence, family violence. You got to remember, those people who are holding guns or are taking someone else's life, they were, ch- they were a child one day. They were babies in somebody's womb. How did this happen? How did they become so angry, so angry to where they're taking their own lives? They're taking lives of their children and their and their wives and their families. Again, I say, why are we burden carriers? The burden becomes so great till it manifests into things that are self-destructive. 
This is why I do what I do. Okay? My goal is to reach one, teach one. If I can save one life, I've done my job. I tell them that all the time. If I can just save one, because one is going to go talk to another one, and that one is going to talk to another one. No, we're responsible for people. But the thing about this is we all want people just to heal so there will be love throughout the land. There's no love. The love is waxed cold because of the burden carrier. The burden carrier is no longer a burden carrier. It becomes a situation, a circumstance, a repercussion, a consequence. You lose yourself in yourself. No more identity. No authentic self is gone. You are now the burden. Please, again, make yourself aware of what is going on. Don't stay in in a burdened-down relationship. Do not stay in a burdened-down workplace. Do not stay there. If you're carrying internal burdens from the past, learn how to let them go daily. Just let little pieces go day by day, day by day. Tell yourself, yes, that was mine, but it's no longer mine. Tell yourself that I don't, do, I don't need to suffer any longer. You yourself. Don't wait until you crumble to the point where you don't exist anymore. You know, I often tell parents of children that have, you know, attempted suicide. Now you say, well, how can a child be so young and want to die? Because they were carrying the burden. It it can happen as early as five years old. Don't you know it is real? They can carry that burden as five years old and continue to carry it all through their life and don't know that, hey, that's not mine. That's not mine. You know, I can share something with you. One of my patients told me since they were five years old, they saw their mother die right in front of them. Right? And they blamed themselves because of her death. I mean, you were 10 years old and saw this. She said, Well, I didn't get along with my mom. I was always arguing. I, every time she told me to do something, I didn't do it. But don't you know? She grew up with it. She blamed herself for her mother's death. She thought that she worried her mother so much till her mother died. And, of course, that was not the case. 
But that's what that's the burden she carries. So when she came to me, now she's fifty seven years old. And she said, Doctor Deb, I thought all this time I caused my mother's death. No one told me anything. It's different. I didn't get, even the therapy, they didn't say, it's not your fault. They just was talking about how I was feeling. But no one ever told me it wasn't my fault until today. So for those who are blaming themselves for something that happened in your life that someone did to you, in front of you, are about you, whatever the case may be. It's not your fault, especially if it was done as a child. Let go of that burden today. Don't carry it any longer. Childhood trauma is real. We often don't always get the love from our parents because the love was not always given to them either. So they just passed it down. Whatever they got or whatever they didn't get, they passed it down. And what we did, we picked it up. Just like that. The question is, did you pass it down to your children? Do you see your children now? passing it down to their children? I'm just saying, because we can teach people burden carrying. Because nobody told nobody, hey, that's not yours. That's not your emotional trauma. That's not your emotional stuff. You don't have to concentrate on that. It's not your fault. And even if you were told that, did you believe it? Core beliefs are real. Core beliefs are those things that we were told when we were children. And all of those things may not be altogether true. Like you might have had a parent that might say, oh, you ain't going to never be nothing. You may have, you might have went through an abuse or somebody might have tried to tear you down with their words and actions, and you believed what they said. That means you picked that burden up because they were talking about themselves, not you. You, on the other hand, are beautiful. You are worthy. You are worth it. I don't have to see you. I don't have to know you. I just know you are an individual in this whole thing called life. You have a thumbprint that no one else has on this earth. That's why you're special. God created you special. The question is, do you know you're special? Do you know that you are special? Treat yourself as such, please. Let it be the lifter of your head. Straighten your back. Plant your feet in peace.
Keep your mind free from clutter. Keep your heart stable from emotional damage. And you will feel so much better when you do this. Because it's a part of letting go, you see. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it to feel good. It's not worth it to feel bad. If you're going to own your stuff, you own it. Yes, ma'am. You do that. You own it. Whatever you went through, yes, it happened to me. Whatever you experienced, yes, it happened to me. I got the scars to prove it. It's in my soul. I carry the memory in my mind. But guess what? That heart issue, that ain't there no more. Because I'm healed. I'm healed today. I embrace my healing today. Now, I told you I was going to give you a couple of strategies on soul healing, and that's what I'm going to do, right? Our soul healing comes with when you then allow yourself to be comfortable in yourself, right? And the way you do that is to sit quietly and meditate. Now, some people don't believe in meditation, uh, spending time with yourself. Some people struggle in spending time alone because they always want to be around someone. But that's the most healing part of your journey called life. It's to be comfortable with you. So if you feel you have to have something physical to be around, if that's what you feel that that's a comfort, I'm going to need you to get you a comfy blanket. And you go and shop for one that you want to touch it and feel it, okay? A blanket. Touch it and feel it. And I'm talking if some men are listening to, that's wonderful, because I'm talking to you too. But women... I want you to get you a soft, velour blanket, something that's real comfortable, whether it's fur or whatever you want it to be. And I'm going to need you to grab a hold to it when you start your meditation process. I want you to wrap it around you, kind of snug. And I want you to rock a little bit. Just get some motion. And the body needs motion, right? The body needs motion. Now, the next thing I want you to do is allow your memory to do its greatest work. While you're rocking, you can rock side to side or back and forth, but slowly, very slowly. It's like you're rocking a baby. You're not going to rock it fast, moderate, just slow. Because I want you to, to nurture this inner child where your soul is, okay, rocking. And if you feel you need to tighten up that that blanket a little more to make you feel snug, that's fine. But just rock there for a second. And I want you to notice something, that your body is going to start releasing hormones. You're going to start feeling a little more comfortable. If you are feeling any tension in your body, you're going to notice that that's going to be relieved, okay, as you're walking there, right? You can close your eyes and just rock there just for a minute, okay? 
Notice how your body is relaxing. That's going to be to let you know that your soul is getting ready to give you an answer. Body's going to start relaxing. Relaxing. The more you walk, the more you're going to feel comfortable. Tears may start flowing. That means the heart is getting ready to speak. Okay. Thoughts may come across your mind. Just let them go in and let them go out. Just rock yourself. You're going to start feeling very comfortable. Keep walking. Any thought patterns that come in, I want you to open your mouth and say, I'm letting that go today. When you when it comes in, you say it again, I'm letting that go today. If it's a thought of fear, I'm letting fear go today. If it's a thought of anger, I'm letting that go today. If it's a thought of regret, I'm letting that go today. If it's a thought of failure, I'm letting that go today. Whatever is coming up, let it go verbally. And you keep rocking until you have reached a full air of comfort. Take you some deep breaths in between the rocks. Breathing in between the rocks. Deep breathing. For those who love sound, you can put on YouTube 432HZ. 432H as in Harry, Z as in Zebra. Put the sound on, but I'm going to need you to keep rocking and relaxing your body, rocking and relaxing your heart, rocking and relaxing your soul. Because when your mind gets it, you're going to know. Because now all of the racing thoughts that you might have had are going to slow down. Because every thought, again, that comes up, you're going to say, I let that go today. And this may be not just one time that you do this thing, okay? It may need several times. May might be something you need to do on a regular because sometimes you can't do it all in one setting. Rock today. So our show has come to an end. So please remember, love thyself enough so you may live and not die today. You deserve it. Thank you, Facebook watchers, for tagging in with me. Thank you, YouTube. Please subscribe to my channel, Facebook or the YouTube, and subscribe to the channel so that we can do more of this. Again, Rise Reaching Inward for Spiritual Empowerment is launching next month. I will let you know. Be a part of it. Subscribe to it. You'll never go wrong. And God bless you in your air, in your life. You're worthy of it. Stay blessed.
to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books. And be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Cunyon, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessing.